You're listening to a sermon from Leewood Baptist Church. For more information about us, visit our website at leewoodbaptist.com. Hello, church family. This is Pastor Adam, and I want to just uh, say hello uh, to you as we come into this time of uh, prayer and worship uh, this morning on Sunday, March 17th. Today, we uh, were on schedule to have another prayer service. We're in the middle of our sermon series on prayer, and so we were scheduled to have a prayer service today, and obviously God had other plans, and so we are going to still have our prayer service, but in our homes. And so uh, wherever you find yourself right now, we're going to go through uh, some time of of prayer and scripture reading, and I hope it'll be a a help and a blessing um, to you. Though we can't be, we are the church scattered right now, and we can't be the church gathered, we can still gather right now to pray and worship uh, God together. And so I am um, excited about this time. The first section that we're going to go through here together is adoration. Over the last few weeks, we've gone through four uh, different elements of prayer of adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication, and intercession. And so we're going to start with adoration. We've talked about over the last few weeks that adoration means to have a deep love and respect. It means to worship or veneration. And so we're going to just take this segment of prayer to just worship God. We've talked about that a key element to prayer is worship. When we pray, we worship God in prayer. We worship Him because of His character. Basically, when we pray through adoration, we are telling God that we love Him. Psalm 148 says this, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise Him in the heights. Praise Him, all His angels. Praise Him, all His heavenly armies. Praise Him, sun and moon. Praise Him, all you shining stars. Praise Him, highest heavens, and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for He commanded and they were created. He set them in position forever and ever. He gave an order that will never pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, all sea monsters and ocean depths, lightning and hail, snow and cloud, stormy wind that executes his command, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creatures that crawl and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, young men as well as young women, old and young together. Let them praise the name of his name alone, for his name alone is exalted. Let's take this time where you are, take this time right now in the quiet of this moment to praise God for who he is, adore him in this moment of prayer.
Father, it is only because of your love and grace, because of your own extravagant love, that we can even consider coming to your presence. It is only because of the gift of your precious Son, who so willingly gave his life for us, that we can approach your throne of grace through prayer. What joy we find as we contemplate the immeasurable gifts you have given us, that you are Emmanuel, God with us. You are our wonderful counselor, our mighty God, the everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. Your names evoke such a sense of wonder as we think on each one of your characteristics and attributes and on the power-packed meaning behind them. God, you have been our God with us. You are, your, our, you are our Emmanuel in our times of great distress. God, you are wonderful in our lives because you pour out your power and love as a display to all the world. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are our counselor in those times when we are fearful and confused. You have been mighty God when we are facing impossible situations. God, you are our everlasting Father as we face an unknown future. Jesus, you are our Prince of Peace in those times of utter chaos, and you have been our great I Am because you know exactly what we need when we need it. God, we can never repay you for all you are and for all you have done, and it's only by our worship, by our praise and our adoration that we can begin to express to you all you mean to us. Lord, you are worthy, you are wonderful, and you are more than we could ever ask or imagine. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We now move into a time of confession. As we've talked about as a faith family, when we confess our sin to God in prayer, what we are doing is we are agreeing with him about our sin. We are renouncing our sin. We're agreeing with him about our sin that as God is holy, he cannot tolerate sin. So we don't want to tolerate sin in our own lives. In Daniel chapter 9, verses 4 through 6 and verses 9 through 10, Daniel gives a prayer of confession. He says, I prayed to the the Lord my God and confessed, O Lord, the great and awe-inspiring God, who keeps his gracious covenant with those who love him and keep his commands, we have sinned, done wrong, act wickedly, rebelled, and turned away from your commands and ordinances. We have not listened to your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, leaders, fathers, and all the people of the land. Compassion and forgiveness belong to the Lord our God, though we have rebelled against him and have not obeyed the Lord our God by following his instructions that he set before us through his servants, the prophets. As we confess our sin in prayer, we are also promised forgiveness because Psalm 32 verses 1 through 5 says, How joyful is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How joyful is a person whom the Lord does not charge with iniquity and whose spirit is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones became brittle from my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was drained as in summer's heat. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not conceal my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. As we move into this time of prayer through confession, ask the Holy Spirit to bring to our minds sin that we may have committed recently. 
that we would agree with God on our sin and renounce our sin. Let's pray together. Merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. We have not loved you with our whole heart and mind and strength. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. In your mercy, forgive what we have been. Help us amend what we are and direct what we shall be, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Eternal God, our judge and redeemer, we confess that we have tried to hide from you. We have done wrong. We have lived our lives for ourselves. We have turned away from others. We have refused to bear the troubles of others. We have ignored the pain of the world. We've passed by the hungry, the poor, and the oppressed. God, in your great mercy, forgive our sin. Free us from our selfishness that we may choose your will, obey your commands through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. We now move into our time of thanksgiving. As we pray with thanksgiving, we need to pray and thank God for the many blessings he has given us in our lives. As we find ourselves holed away in our homes right now, we hopefully have the time to spend a little extra time in God's word. I would encourage us to read Ephesians chapter 2, where the Apostle Paul writes to the church in Ephesus And he lists out the spiritual blessings that we as believers have in Jesus Christ. In our time of Thanksgiving here, I want us to listen to Psalm 148 as we move into a time of Thanksgiving. It says this, Come, let us shout joyfully to the Lord. Shout triumphantly to the rock of our salvation. Let us enter his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout triumphantly to him in song. For the Lord is a great God, a great King above all gods. The depths of the earth are in his hands, and the mountain peaks are his. The sea is his. He made it. His hands formed the dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, the sheep under his care. Let's together as a faith family move into a time of prayer through thanksgiving.
God in heaven, we thank you for your amazing power and work in our lives. Thank you for your goodness and for your blessings over us. Thank you that you are able to bring hope through even the toughest of times, strengthening us for your purposes. Thank you for your great love and care. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you that you are always with us and will never leave us. Thank you for your incredible sacrifice so that we might have freedom in life through that only comes through Jesus Christ. Forgive us when we don't say thank you enough for who you are, for all that you do, for all that you have given us. Help us to set our eyes and our hearts on you afresh. Renew our spirits. Fill us with your peace and your joy. We love you and we need you this day, but every day. We give you praise and thanks for you alone are worthy of our praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We now move into a time of prayer through supplication. Supplication is the action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. So as we pray, God wants us to ask him. God wants us to come to him earnestly and humbly, just as a child would come to their parent to ask them something. God wants us to come to him through supplication. And Luke chapter 11 is a very familiar passage of scripture. Jesus was teaching his disciples to pray. And this is how Jesus taught them to pray. He said in Luke chapter 11 and verse 1, he's The Bible tells us, it says that he was praying in a certain place. And when he was finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, just as John also taught his disciples. He said to them, whenever you pray, say, Father, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins for we ourselves also forgive everyone in debt to us and do not bring us into into temptation. He also said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and goes to him at midnight and says to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread because a friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I don't have anything to offer him. Then he will answer from inside and say, don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children and I have gone to bed. I can't get up to give you anything. I tell you, even though he won't get up and give him anything because he is his friend, yet because of his friend's shameless boldness, he will get up and give him as much as he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Let's move into a time of supplication. Make a list of the things that you need of God. 
As we pray and ask for God, let's ask God to meet our physical and our spiritual needs because God is a good father and he wants to take care of us as his children. We now move together as a faith family. We now move into a time of prayer of intercession. Just last week, we talked about intercession. Intercession is the act of intervening on behalf of another. Last week, we saw in Deuteronomy chapter 9 of Moses intervening on behalf of the children of Israel because the children of Israel had disobeyed God and rebelled them as they wandered in the wilderness. God wanted to destroy them and wipe them off the face of the planet. But Moses stood in the gap for them and intercessed for them and reminded God of his promises and covenant that he had made with his people Israel. We see Moses as a type of Christ standing in the gap for the people, taking upon the wrath of God upon himself for the benefit of the people, just as Moses did, and just how amazingly Christ did for us on the cross, we too, as God's people, are called to intercess on the behalf of each other and for others. First Timothy chapter 2 verses 1 through 7 says this, first of all then, I urge that petitions, prayers, intercessions and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings and all those who are in authority, so that we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. This is good and it pleases God our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and humanity, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all, a testimony at the proper time. For this, I was appointed a herald and a possible. I am telling the truth, I am not lying, and a teacher of the Gentiles in faith and truth. What the Apostle Paul was teaching Timothy was that a function and ministry of the church is to intercede. We are to intercede and petition and pray, intercede, and bring thanksgiving for everyone, for our, our leaders, for all those who are in authority. 
that we may lead a life that is pleasing to God. There are many needs in our faith family right now. There are physical needs in our faith family. There are emotional needs. There are spiritual needs. There may be spiritual needs in your workplace. There may be needs in your family. So let's take this time to intercede on behalf of each other and for those we know. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of prayer. We thank you that through the work of Jesus Christ on the cross that we have access to you, holy God. And so we pray for our leaders right now as they lead us and make decisions about this virus that is going around our country and the world. We pray you'd give them wisdom. We ask that you would help us to be good citizens and neighbors and follow their instructions. We pray for those in our faith family that have physical, emotional, and spiritual needs. We ask that you would touch their lives and be a presence in their lives in a way that only you can. We thank you that you are not a distant God, but that you hear us. And that when we pray, we have a private audience with you. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Faith family, thank you for joining with us for this time of prayer and worship. We hope it was a help and blessing to you. We regret that we can't gather together right now, but we look forward to once again, as we are right now the church scattered, that once again we will be the church gathered. We love you, and we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening. If you're in the Kansas City area, we'd love to have you be our guest. We're located at 8200 State Line Road in Leewood, Kansas. Worship services are on Sunday mornings at 1030. To learn more about us, visit our website at leewoodbaptist.com.